hour of the best show, post show, 30 minutes of rapid fire, unscreened phone calls with me and all my friends. And when it comes to friends, who's more friendly than the one and only AP Mike? How are you, Mike? Hi, Tom. I'm doing well. Oh, you sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> Just a <laughs> rocket. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we have, of course, Pat Byrne is here. How are you, Pat? I'm good. How's everybody? Oh, doing great. And continuing the magic, the hot streak stays alive. Gail Bennington is with us. Oh, thank you for having me back, Tom. This is so so exciting. It is, right? It is. Thank you for being a part of this. We had so much fun on the best show. At least I hope you did. That was a blast. I, I did. And then we got Jack hanging out in the background. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Good. He's hovering on the f- edges of the room. I'm just going to jump right into it. Yeah. Half hour power. Rochester. Yeah, what? Hello. Hold on one second. Hold on. What? Half hour power. You're on with me and AP Mike and Pat Byrne and Gail Bennington and Jack. Hi, everybody. This is Rob from Rochester, New York. What's up, Rob? Fast. Come on. Um, hello, Pat. <laughs> He's saying hi to you, Pat. Hello. Hey, uh, Pat, this is actually uh, addressed to you. Um, mm. When you had uh, Mike Delaney on your show a little while ago and I called in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, you were recommending uh, clothes, so I tried them. Uh, I I didn't recommend anything. I think it was probably Mike that did that. Okay, it I don't, I don't Mike, smoke though. at all. I never. No, I didn't smoke. smoking them. It's you chewing. recommended clothes Full to clothes. underage children. Oh, you ate, you you ate a clove. Okay. Well, listen, call save these calls for my show. This is the half hour power. Okay, so you're recommending what to people now, Pat? I didn't recommend anything. Uh Mike Delaney of uh of the band Milk DK and Easter Vomit, he uh he brought a clove of um of cloves to my show and he was eating just he was eating them to like clear his palate or something and he was like no you gotta try and I tried one it was very spicy I could I almost couldn't swallow it and is is that what happened Rob you seem to remember my show oh, better gone. than me okay <laughs> <laughs> Mike yeah cloves is that the thing that has a T-shirt like "Take It Easy" and clothing? What? What is, is a website about clove people? The chives? Oh, that's chives. I mean, all right, oh. cloves, chives. Hey, cloves, chives. I, I don't. This. I don't. I don't truck with this stuff. What is Do that I chive a, thing? Is that a cult? It's a cool website. Oh, okay, all right. It's a cool website. They rate uh, like top ten butts of twenty sixteen. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the guy I used to see wear this shirt all the time was kind of a kind of a jerk. So I I always what assumed, I always assumed it was kind of a cult or something. Yeah, that I didn't want to be jerks. affiliated with a jerk cult. <laughs> it uh yeah, it's some website where it's just like uh, bikini ladies and stuff like that. Oh, I don't okay. think it's this porn site necessarily. I think it's just like seven best under boobs. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something wow. like that. Yeah, and they have those things where it's like. 
keep calm and chime yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's the slogan I was thinking of. Keep calm. You know, the other thing is that keep calm and, and carry on. Nobody saw that in World War II. Did you know that? No, I had that no That was idea. not like a real... I feel, like, yeah. They printed them, and then they never distributed those posters. They found them in a bookstore in the 90s. That's what, And it caught on really? 50 years after World War II ended. Oh, my God. That was not a real thing. Everybody's like, oh, the people of England were so brave, and that poster inspired them. Nobody saw it. <laughs> Why does that get me so mad? If I see a keep calm anything, and somebody posts keep calm, I never get to the end. No, you don't get past, past it. And I don't want to mm-hmm. keep listen. calm. Do you think that if people in the 50s uh, in their dorm room saw one of those posters from the 40s, they'd kind of snicker and be like, oh, that's so that's so 40s, that poster. <laughs> you mean the way if I, the way like if the dude from like, Nickelback walked in here and be just like, look at that guy. Yeah, but also, I mean, like, I think, I I think those posters hung up now would Mm -hmm. be a cliche to when they came out. So it'd be like hanging up a uh, a a live poster of the band Live. Sure, be similar to that. Mm -hmm. I would. I still have my uh, hang in there poster, you know, with the cat. Yeah, hang in there, baby. Yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of the keep on trucking guy. <laughs> you like that? The... Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I still have a poster that says poverty sucks, and it's a rich dude. Like, because I got all, I furnished my house on the boardwalk. I went to the boardwalk, <laughs> yeah. won a lot of prize. Those won, mirrors? I won my Coca-Cola fur- on them? I, won, I furnished my house. That's a lot of luck. Yeah. <laughs> got I the co- got Coca-Cola mirror? Yeah. Coca-Cola. <laughs> like anybody's doing. Like Actually, I, I remember the tail end when you, you could get the cocaine mirror with, yeah, you know, with the in, in the Coca-Cola Coca- logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were the days, the 80s. They were the days. <laughs> <laughs> That's when boardwalks were boardwalks. I'm dating, yeah. I'm dating myself. Yeah, All in the Family. With the druggy paraphernalia on the, on the boardwalk. We should update All in the Family, get you to play the new Archie Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be just like, boy, you went to boardwalk. Not a lot of physical action, but, you know, I think I could deal with that. He just sits in that chair most of the time, right? Yeah. Pontificating. You went up the boardwalk, eat it. You want a Coke mirror on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a crazy thing on the boardwalk is the giant boxes of candy bars. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's the summer. What mm-hmm. am I going to do with a melted box of Charleston chews? Yeah. Spend $60 to win a, a, an, a, an $8 box of, you go to Costco and you buy any candy wholesale. Uh-huh. But I'm going to be just like, oh, please, let my number come up on the wheel. Come on, Lady Luck. Let me win a can- box of candy bars. Pop, pop. Yeah, please. What shelf is that on? Is that like the lower tier or upper tier? No, I'm talking about the giant wheel. This is not throwing. Uh, no, the prize of the the big box of candy. Is that like one of the grand prizes? Or? Not one of the grand prizes. No, no the, the giant gorilla Stuffed animals. No. Those are the The cheapest things. Life size. Stuffed with newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want a minion stuffed with newspapers. Let my kid cuddle up with... Holds the thing, goes like... (laughs) I love love you, Kevin. 
Why is it crunching? Why is that stuff that? Sleep next to your carny junk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your weird un. Like, can you imagine a kid being like, I love this stuffed animal so much. It's like, we're going to wash that thing first before you put it next, before you breathe into it all night long. Did you see the story about the guy who literally, like, went broke trying, yeah. trying to win? Oh, yeah. All time. All time greatest stories. <laughs> guy wins a, uh, like a. Rasta man. Somebody brought that up recently <laughs> saying it reminded them of a call or something. Did you see that story? The guy. Oh, yeah. He. A couple years ago. <laughs> I think we can just talk about that. I need to. <laughs> this guy spent his life savings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google Rasta banana. Yeah, it was a banana. Yeah. He comes up first. Man brings home. Yeah. Man brings home giant Rastafarian banana after losing losing life savings on carnival game. <coughs> a New Hampshire man lost his entire life savings at a Manchester carnival trying to win an Xbox Connect, only to walk away with a giant grinning banana with dreadlocks. You're expecting to the kids to win a few things, let the kids have a good time. Henry, I'm going to say his last. This guy's been through it enough. Told CBS Boston, it didn't turn just didn't turn out that way. He was playing a game called Tubs of Fun, where the contestants tossed balls into a tub. He said it was easy at first, but something changed when he started playing for the big prize and the balls kept popping out. It's not possible that it wasn't rigged, he said. <laughs> then he went back home, got more cash. He got caught up in, I got caught up in the whole, I've got to win my money back. The 30-year-old lost $2,300 in total. He went back the next day and the man running the game gave him back 600 <laughs> And then he won just a banana <laughs> with dreadlocks, like a stuffed banana. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, but it's like... It's not nothing. Was there any point where somebody was just saying, like, stop, Xboxes, you could have bought one by now. Well, I'll take you to Best Buy. Like, Save you yeah. a couple grand. Yeah, if you want to win, we'll, we'll do a game at the Best Buy. Right. And you, won, you won it at Best Buy. Yeah. No, I need to win mm-hmm. on the boardwalk. Best show. No, half hour power. Ugh. Hey. Hello. Hey. Yeah. You're here with AP yeah, this- Mike, Pat Byrne, Gail Bennington, and Jack. <laughs> hey. Hey, uh, this is Chris in St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. Ow. Florida coming through. Gail is from Florida. <laughs> From St. Petersburg, From St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. That you is my to, birthplace. You want to name a haunt that he might uh, hang uh, out at? Bayfront Medical Center, where I was born. <laughs> Big shout out to Bayfront Medical Center. <laughs> what about the uh, nice. Salvador Dali Museum, right? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good haunt. Dali Museum's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you got? Oh, uh, I just wanted to uh, share uh, like a got a bright house message couldn't listen to the show today they're randomly like oh we upgraded you to lightning service so your modem doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just uh the way it was communicated just opening up your internet and, and that uh that happening seems like a skit like they're like hey pay 30 bucks and we'll come out mm-hmm. yeah so just just kind of you know frustrated about that but yeah internet's frustrating still awake so mm-hmm. right yeah it's frustrating yeah mm-hmm. 
You know, you know what burns me? Those stop the plug-in uh, dialogue boxes. You get those all the time? What? Stop the plug-in. Stop the plug-in? <laughs> when you're loading a website, you get to stop stop the plug-in. Fail the plug-in, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, kind of thing yeah, where you just yeah. got to update your uh, your uh, Adobe? Yeah. No, well, it's, I got uh, Mozilla. Mozilla. Okay. Let me update yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Chief? Uh, just saw, um, just watched, I forgot the director's name, but the director of Dogtooth's uh, other movie, Alps, just watched that. I don't know if y'all have seen that. Of what movie now? What the one? So it's just, um, I forgot the director's name, but it's a Greek director that did that arty movie, Dogtooth. Mm-hmm. Dogtooth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which I enjoyed, and then I saw his more recent movie, Alps. I think it's more recent. Is that yeah. the one with the the avalanche? No, no, that's a no it's um, weird, like, like bereavement. Oh, okay. Haven't Sorry. seen it. I'm not bothered. St. <laughs> <laughs> Petersburg. Do you miss it? No, I don't. No? I don't, uh, I don't miss it. I have actually never returned. Never? Never mm. returned. Wow. I moved to New York when I was, like, 14, mm. and I have never returned to the state of Florida. What would it take? To get you back in Florida. What is on the table? You have to live in Florida for six months, or you have to spend one week handcuffed to Ted Cruz. Okay. In uh, John Stockton-style basketball uniform with the super tight shorts. I'm going to go... And he's also saying... Okay. I just want to let you know... The white stuff's happening a whole lot. <laughs> no, like, no. Like, he says to you, <laughs> it's pretty flagrant. Please, I can't talk about it. I'm going back to Florida. You're going back to Florida? I choose Florida, Tom. And then you go back. And then guess what happens? What? It turns out you're living next to Fred Cruz, <laughs> his brother. And you know what his nickname is? What? Flaky. Oh, no. Yeah. I still think it's better, though. They call him Flaky. Right. Fred is Flaky. Ted's considered exempt from it. (laughs) And then you go to sleep in a hammock, Mm -hmm. and the next thing you hear, click, handcuffs. Oh, no. Handcuffed to Fred Cruz. This is a sick, sick world that you've come up with. Click, handcuffed to uh, Ed Cruz, the other (laughs) brother. (laughs) Boo half hour power. You're on with AP Mike, Pat Byrne, Gail Bennington, and Jack. Hello, Tom, AP Mike, Pat Byrne, Gail. Hello. Uh, hello, this is Brian in Chicago. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Well, I think your slogan has to have chomped in it. Chomped? Yeah, like chomp. You know, uh, like maybe chomping on podcasts since 2014. No, that's not happening. No? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. All right. I had one other thing. I had a couple um, overlooked duos. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're just a clearinghouse now for old shows. Do people call he, your he's show? backed up. He's backed and up. And just like say like, hey, remember you guys had that topic <laughs> six weeks ago? Um <laughs> Right. They don't. They don't. I, no, I guess 
that's fair, but I well, will go ahead. Give me the duo. <laughs> Give it to me. Okay. I well, McMurphy and the Chief from mm-hmm. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the weirdos fetishizing <laughs> that movie. It's over. All right. Uh-huh. It All happened. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. How about Shoshana and Marcel in Inglorious Bastards? Ugh. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Who just grunted? Mike? Was that you, Mike? Yeah, it was me. Mike hates Quentin Tarantino movies. Oh, yeah. The The only ones he likes are Death Proof, (laughs) Four Rooms. Right. That's like... Kill Bill 2. Clearly Kill Bill 2. He loves the best one, for sure. Yeah, he does. What's your favorite wow. Quentin Tarantino movie, my friend? I'd probably say Inglorious Bastards. Mm. I mean, yeah. It, it had, I guess, you know, I guess Reservoir Dogs is like the answer everyone would give, right? No! But, Nobody would no? do that at this what? point. Yeah, that was the blatant ripoff. No. I think City on that. Fire. You <laughs> know what my favorite one is? <laughs> Django Unchained. <laughs> it was my favorite. Oh. You don't like that? Um, I did like it. I thought the something about the shootout at the end was a little over the top for me. I mean, when a woman got blasted and she like flew about 30 feet. Right, she flew through a doorway. She was like thirty feet. We didn't see how. We didn't see where she landed. She must have been in a harness or something that they just yanked her yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> that's literally how they did that stuff. And that's how most people who get shot, you know, fly yeah. through the air. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mike's just mad. And Mike. it gets a big laugh. It got a big laugh. I, I actually I saw that in a the theater in uh, Sarasota. That got a big laugh. That was probably the biggest laugh in the whole movie. Really? I'm not kidding. I'm not, I can't make this up. I wish I, I wish I made that up, but I can't. That that got the biggest laugh. I would, now I'm not going to say this. No, I can't even bring it. I can't even do it. Never mind. It's not fair. Oh my god. Go. Uh, yeah, I like it. I've seen it. A lot of times, and I'll see it, and you know what happens? Sometimes I get sad when I see it. When you watch Django, yeah, I will. When he puts the suit uh-huh. on, when he puts the blue uh-huh. suit on, and he finally gets to wear a thing, it's he picked it out, so it's a little ostentatious, but it's all his. Right? Uh huh. Am I wrong to get emotional with that? You're allowed. I'd have to jog my memory. I have Jim Croce when I got a name yeah. starts. I get uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, Mike. But 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 you you dismiss Chief picking up the sink and throwing it through the window. Right. 
I'm just not going to keep talking about it. It's like, I've decided. Oh, that laugh of yours. Tom, you know, I wrote, I, I wrote in for the duos, and mine did not get put on the list. And what was yours? I tweeted in to you guys. What did you say? And I tweeted in. Django and King Schultz? No. No? I tweeted in the Corys. The two Corys. The two Corys, Feldman and Haim. Okay. It was not put on the list. I was really was crushed not. about it because I thought Sorry. it was an easy in. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know why it wasn't wasn't put on the list. Well, how much time do you have? <laughs> no. I had all the time in the world, well, Tom. The Feld, the Corey, that's not my scene, man. Sorry. The Corys, that'd be on your list. That's why we call that your list, not my list. <laughs> How about Jeremy Irons' as twin gynecologist? No! <laughs> not doing dead ringer stuff. <laughs> How many times do you get your blockbuster card revoked, caller? Right? How many? For, like, questionable... Yeah, where they just flag, where somebody somebody from, the, from law enforcement wanted to talk to you about movies. Right. All right, goodbye. <laughs> He's having uh, a party over there. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear that in dreams tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't like... What's your favorite? Uh, your favorite is what? Pulp Fiction, Gal? Um, you know, I would, like, sometimes I feel like it's Reservoir Dogs, but I think mm-hmm. if I'm going to be more truthful, it's Pulp Fiction. Okay. That's the truthful answer. What's your least favorite? Wow. Death Proof? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Death Proof. Mm-hmm. Probably. Of, like, the good ones, what's your least favorite? What would you consider the good ones? <laughs> like, anything but Death Proof, <laughs> or probably the Kill Bill movies. I don't know. That's really difficult. What about... I, I was, guess Django. I would put that would be your least favorite. Mm. Yeah. Well, you got to see it again. <laughs> I like Jackie Brown the best of all his movies. Took, took it out of my... Yeah. Right? Yeah, I was see? Gonna say. Yeah, I'd say the same. Look oh, at cool, that. guys. Boom. Four <laughs> against one. Now don't I, worry. I've never felt more right. <laughs> Good never. material to work from. Exactly. The, the master, yeah. Elmore Leonard. Now, do you think, Mike, yeah. that Elmore, that Quentin Tarantino took Rum Punch and turned it into Jackie Brown because he stole so much from swag for Pulp Fiction? Is that where he stole most of his stuff for that? Yeah, I didn't know. I wasn't aware of the theft. Perhaps you've heard, if you read swag, you might thrill to a scene in a diner. I have guns. I, I have read swag. Right? Yeah, I've read, yeah. I read swag. Yeah. And I like swag. Yeah. It might make sense that I like Pulp Fiction. But. One of the best things I ever did was I, when Elmore Leonard was in New York, I went and he was he was doing a thing. I brought six Elmore Leonard hardcover books and got him to sign all six of them. Nice. Which ones? I have a first edition of swag. Nice. And other ones. I have uh, uh, Freaky Deaky. About La Brava. I think that's my favorite. I just did crime ones, okay. not, not the westerns. No, the uh, oh wait, no, you're La Brava is the one about the uh, movie the movie star. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. thinking of you're thinking of, of yeah. I'm yeah. blanking on yeah. Mr. Majestic. I might be thinking of 
I don't know what I'm thinking of. He had 80 Western books. I've only read one of the Westerns. It was good, though. I, yeah, I can't think of, think of the title. Pat, what's your favorite book? Book ever? No. Oh, man. Yeah. I, was, I was about to stick up for Death Proof for okay. a second. Well, you can stick mm. up for it, then talk about your favorite book. All right. Death Proof is, I think it's a it's a reasonably good parody of, you know, that sort of grindhouse j- genre film. Mm. And sort of, I'd say most of his movies are parodies of something, even if even when looking at Jackie Brown and, like, exploitation kind of, you know, 70s mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm trying to think of the favorite book. I don't know. Um, I've Anything I'm going to say, I think, will make Mike laugh. No, no. I, you, Mike's not judging. I don't judge. I, I, you know, judge? you like what you like. I he's judge. so well read. I mean, he's seriously is so well read that it's. Yeah, it's but he's hard. not judged. Mike. No, I don't judge I books. Know. I mean, I, I, if you're reading a book, you know, I applaud your <laughs> choosing a book over something. You didn't expect that. I think of recent years, I liked um, Zaytoon. I, I think it's pronounced by that Dave Eggers book mm-hmm. about the New, or- mm-hmm. New Orleans. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I don't. I, I, I honestly don't read enough. <laughs> You would. <laughs> what if Mike went? Yeah. I would laugh so hard if Mike did that. <laughs> I haven't read it. I haven't read it, so I, I can't. No, you know. seriously. What's your favorite book? <laughs> and Mike gave me, uh, I owe you the, back the Resnick book. Yeah, that was really fun. Oh, That's so funny. That's one of my all-time favorite books, yeah, Adam yeah. Resnick's book. That's Will not attend. Yeah, very so funny. Great. Gail, what's your favorite book? My favorite book of all time. Sure. First thing that comes to mind. Sl- Slapstick by Kurt Vonnegut. Which of his books he uh, he went through and graded all of his books, and I believe he gave Slapstick a D. Yeah, he yeah. said it was not a good good job, but I think he was he was basing that on its success and what critics thought of it. I think okay. that he was being harder on it, but I sure. think it's uh, it's a phenomenal book, mm-hmm. and it is my favorite of his. Jack, favorite book? Oh, that's tough. Quiet American? What's that? Ram, <laughs> Ram Green, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't read that one, though. I read a bunch of his, but not Mike, that one. What's your favorite book, Mike? Favorite book? That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Does uh, so even the first thing come to mind that you'd say all-time all time. classic? Wow. Like, just a book you're well, just like... Yeah, I mean, like Anna Karenina, and I have talked about that with John Hodgman, and mm. Madame Bovary's a good one. I like. I'm reading. Uh, Don DeLillo has a new book out. Yeah. I like uh, Libra. Okay. You know about the Kennedy assassination. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do people get in on Don DeLillo if they want? Oh, I would say that one. Libra. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And that's from. That's like from the late seventies. No, that uh, maybe mid eighties, right? Mid-80s. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe All even right. later. Okay. Yeah. All right. Late eighties. I don't know. Want me to bring it in for you? I think you'll enjoy it. I got a few things to read. So I'm reading the replacements <laughs> book. Now. Oh yeah, Trouble I want to read that. I want to so read that. Good. I just listened to the interview with Joe Beloff oh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yesterday's show. Well, you're gonna listen to Bob Mayer talk about it when he's here in studio in a couple weeks, Mike. That's great. I've known Bob for a long time. It's such a great book. The book about the replacements that this guy Bob Mayer wrote because it's kind of about class as much as anything. Mm-hmm. It's just about people, like Midwestern people with no future. Mm-hmm. And then they don't know how to handle success when they get it. 
It's very, wow. it's a very sad story in a lot of ways, even amongst the, out of the triumph of all the music that they made. Mike. Yeah. We talk about different things here, and you, I know you have different stories and things that you uh, are drawn to and mm-hmm. uh, that pique your interest. What, what's uh, what's something that you can tell us about? Well, on, on the topic of books, uh, you know, my brother's been sort of scanning all the uh, photographs, and so we were talking about, you know, when we were growing up. And they were like, you know, in those days, yeah, you didn't have a, a phone or a tablet. I, I guess that's what kids gather around now. But our family would gather around certain books. Some are obvious, like, um, you know, the Sears, uh, Christmas catalog. You know, once that came into the house, you know, we would just pour over that book literally for weeks, just, you know, f- figuring out what we're going to get from, cr- for, for Christmas. Then there, we, we made a trip to the Bronx Zoo and we had like, I guess the, the, the book that they gave out and we loved that book and we would just sit around pouring over that book. But the strangest book that um, fascinated us was the uh, Warren Report, which, you know, again, on the topic of uh, the Kennedy assassination, my mother, you know, sort of kept stuff from from that period. So she had, like, the Life magazines and stuff, and then she bought the Warren Report when it came out. And we would just pour through this thing. We were just so fascinated with it. And and I remember the big discovery. How old are you at this point? You know, this is like in the seventies, so early seventies. So yeah, we were like nine, ten. You know, <laughs> like nine year olds reading the <laughs> Warren Report. Yeah. yeah, it was fascinating to us. And uh, we were met, the, the big discovery was they even had like the autopsy of Lee Harvey Oswald in there. And I remember just the whole family was delighted when we learned that uh, you know it looked like the um, uh, the nurses uh, used uh, Oswald's body for a receptacle for ch- uh, medical trash because there was sponges that weren't accounted for in in, 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 in the post autopsy, uh, and, and we you know we, we we would just go down look 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 they're missing two sponges they just they just left it in his body you know it was like ma- amazing to us yeah, yeah. so. You guys would sit around as a family. Not my parents. You know, our, our parents were actually pretty good, like just letting us read anything we want. They they didn't clamp down on us. You know, they were. I, I give them a lot of credit for that. But yeah, once we got into the Warren report, we were doing our own, you know, examination sure. and, and you know our you own were, theories. You, you were like a little uh, little Jim Garrison. <laughs> Yeah, we out were, on your own, right? Yeah, Junior Jim, Jim Garrison. Put him on trial. Uh, yeah. Right? We're, we were going to find, you know, the real, yeah. you know, the yeah. real answers. Yeah. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how deep this goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, a kid, nine-year-old in New Jersey, <laughs> arguing with his brothers about missing sponges. <laughs> Inside Oswald. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say that's as good a note to end this on as possible. 
Mike, anything you want to uh, say? You're, you're, uh, you'll have something to announce in the next yeah. week or so. Big announcement very, coming up. Very exciting. Oh. Mike, yeah. Mike's going to have something yeah. he's yeah. selling. Something, yeah. Get ready. For New this. merch. New merch. New merch. And this is, this is, this, <laughs> this tops the merch pile. This one, right? Yes. I think so. I think it's going to be peak and it was. I think it's going to be a, uh, runaway, uh, yeah. hit with the yeah. people. And you'll be at masses this Sunday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gail Bennington. Co-host of Bennington every weekday on Sirius XM Raw Dog ninety nine. People should listen. Yes or no? Yes, they, they should. should. They should listen. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. Thank you. This One is of my so favorites. lovely. Pat Byrne, you would have your show happened last night. Huge. They hit. live. <laughs> Everybody loved it. Big hit. Six Success. encores. Six. What's the next live? Prove it all night. June 25th. June 25th with the Everyman and uh, Psychic Bios, two bands, and Christy Cello and a bunch of people. It'll be a lot of fun. Jack, any plugs? No? I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Here we go. I will be at Sasquatch with John Worcester this Sunday. If you are in the Pacific Northwest, please come out and see us. We will be performing. It'll be fun. And we will be back in a week. And thanks for listening. Bye.